0: Let's get back to more of this rich dialogue with Tavis, Tavis Smiley. Smiley. We thank once again Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, for checking in with us for that conversation. Enjoy that immensely. Hope you did as well. We'll get her back here, I'm sure, a few more times between now and Election Day, uh, along with her boss uh, between now and Election Day. We're working on that. Uh, but in the interim, uh, we are pleased to be joined in conversation now by Duke University History and Public Policy Professor Nancy McLean, who says the right wing subversion of our democracy is closer And we actually think she has an ominous warning about the far right's plan for a new confederacy. And I'm pleased to have her on this program. Professor McLean, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well. It is great to be with you, Tavis, and what an honor to be on after Cringe on Pierre. <laughs> she is just brilliant as a press secretary. Woo.
0: No, I think she is. I was. Uh, it's funny, uh, before, she, before she came on, Professor, we, we played a clip of her having to... <laughs> having to <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. I wanted to hear the
1: whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. she knows how to deal with those guys. <laughs> no, she knows, she, knows how to, she knows
0: how to handle them. Speaking of how to handle them, how to deal with them, how do we handle uh, the right wing these days in this country?
1: uh, All hands on deck. This is going to be the most consequential election of our lifetimes. I know we keep saying that, but it keeps getting worse and worse because we have the most determined, frightening, long-game planning right wing we have experienced, honestly, since the Confederacy. So uh, what we have is billionaire plutocrats, particularly from the fossil fuel industry, like Charles Koch. So I was thrilled to hear that your uh, station is really emphasizing climate justice and its Mm -hmm. impact on communities of color. So we have them, uh, and they have paired up and teamed up in an unholy alliance with the white evangelical entrepreneurial folks who are pulling so many, you know, supposedly Christian churches into arms of the Republican party, uh, and trying to impose a theology that frankly has nothing to do with Jesus as near as I can tell mm-hmm. on the rest of us. So we are, we are really in a situ- in a serious situation, uh, uh, Now um, and particularly going into this election. So, again, all hands on deck. And I think, you know, one thing that's so, so important is to focus on uh, the states. You know, after President Obama was elected and this, you know, combined billionaire fossil fuel um, uh, uh, movement came together with the religious right uh, and took advantage of the reaction to our first black president, Mm -hmm. um, we lost so much power at the state level. And they very strategically. Strategically use that to gerrymander in so many places like my own North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do, I think, is really focus uh, strenuously on reclaiming those states. Um, and there's many, many good people doing that in state after state, mm-hmm. uh, including, you know, again, North Carolina and Georgia, as you know, much of the South. Uh, but it's really important work because, as you, you pointed to with the um, article, the right is actually pushing for a constitutional convention, which yeah. if they get control of the Congress, um they will absolutely call uh after uh November 2024 because Mike Johnson the House speaker is a total supporter of this has been for years and he's a product of this you know billionaire theocrat network
0: I'm glad you went there so just just take a few minutes uh, uh the microphone is yeah. yours a- explain um what they are attempting to do and how it would work
1: yeah uh, so, um, so I only I got onto this from uh, I picked up a story during uh, massive resistance to Brown versus Board of Education mm-hmm. and that led me to all of this uh, in my book Democracy in Chains. But basically, what they have realized on the right is that they are a permanent minority. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants the kind of agenda that corporate libertarians would impose, and now with their new partners, the the white evangelical right. Uh, so what they've realized is that they have to rig the rules, and we've seen them do that with voter. Depression with gerrymandering, with the destruction of public sector unions, with attacks on DEI and honest teaching, et cetera. But they are not satisfied with that. What they actually want to do is change the Constitution, the mm-hmm. U.S. Constitution, mm-hmm. and that's a steep. That's a steep thing. There's two ways to change the Constitution. One is the way we all know that we've gotten 27 amendments from, most of them good, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, um, save prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so that, that there's that one way. But there's a way we've never experienced before because it's it's never happened. It's in the Constitution as an option, but it's never happened, and that is a constitutional convention called by the states. It has to be called by two-thirds of the states, so mm-hmm. that would be 34 states today. Now, they now have 28 states, mm-hmm. clearly, that they have authorizations from. What they've done is they've realized they're never going to get to uh 34 states, honestly. Um, and so I've written about that in that article. There's another one coming out in uh, the New Republic in March. But they know on the right, and this is groups like the American Legislative Exchange Council, the Convention of States, if people want to look that up, that, these are the people pushing for it. But it's the entire you know, billionaire theocratic right. So they are pushing for this constitutional convention. And what they're doing now is saying that they have enough authorizations. They're starting to claim uh, authorizations for constitutional conventions that go way, way back in history um, if they didn't specify the purpose, and now they're saying they have more than 34, and they're actually going to the courts to demand that Congress call a constitutional convention. So this is crazy. Mm. It is scary, Um, and it makes the stakes of the election that Corrine, Pierre, and you were just talking about all the higher, and Mm. most people don't even know about this part, but it's like if... They manage to, you know, if the Republicans manage to get, you know, the White House and and control of Congress, this is what we will be seeing, an effort to lock in the old rules permanently and protect fossil fuels, which Mm -hmm. we could add to, and white supremacy and, you know, uh, the white evangelical distorted notion of Christianity
0: and and if they can, first of all uh, two, two quick questions here how, how likely uh-huh. is it when you look at the map of the states they're talking about how likely is uh-huh. it that they could actually pull this off
1: uh, they shouldn't be able to pull it off it shouldn't be really hard and a right. heavy lift if right. it was going to be done honestly to get to 34 right. but if they get, I mean, look at look what's happening in Congress now. You know, these people are trying to impeach President Biden. They're trying to impeach the, you know, uh, uh, um, Secretary of Homeland Security. I mean, these these this is a Republican Party that is not mm-hmm. the one our parents and grandparents knew about, right? This right. this one has gone off the rails. It is against the factual universe. It is against constitutional democracy. It is very racist uh, and and just plain crazy mm-hmm. in many cases. So they they will push. For for this and they will get it i believe if they are able to win in, in 2024 so that raises the stakes Significantly, um, I can say, too, for your listeners who are probably hearing about this for the first time, and please don't panic, take a deep breath, but go to the website of Common Cause, Google Article, uh, Article 5 Constitutional Convention, and you will see a map of where they have gotten the 28 authorizations, and what you will see on that map is it's concentrated in the states of the former Confederacy, mm. you know, plus assorted other places, mm. but the heart of this is the old Confederacy, and what they're trying to do is enshrined the kind of states' rights that prevailed before the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, before the Civil Rights Acts of the 60s. This is really serious business. I mean, it's basically, you know, we are in a in a fight over, I, is this country going to be a democracy, or is this going to be something really ugly and scary?
0: I want to connect one dot, um, or a couple of dots uh-huh. for our audience here. When we come forward, I want to give uh, Nancy McLean, Professor McClain, an opportunity to tell us if they can pull off... Um, by hook or by crook, these 34 states, and call for this Constitutional Convention, what exactly is it that they want to change about the Constitution? What do they want to change? Here's the dot I want to connect for you. If you recall, if you're a regular listener, and I hope you are, I hope you, 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 and you are listening every day. We had a conversation a week or two ago on this program um, uh, about Charlie Kirk, a uh, right-wing conservative who is attacking Dr. King, uh, literally attacking Dr. King uh, every day Has a podcast series attacking Dr. King Attacking affirmative action Attacking DE&I But more to the point He's been arguing that we should never have passed The Civil Rights Act And it should never have been passed in the first place Shouldn't have passed the Civil Rights Act Shouldn't have passed the Voting Rights Act He's advancing that argument every day With a major podcast series Listened to by millions of conservatives But they're suggesting that we should never even pass These pieces of seminal legislation so, connect that conversation to what Professor McClain is telling you now about what they're trying to do with these 34 states and calling for this Constitutional Convention. When we come forward, if they can pull this off, first of all, God help us all, but if they can pull this off, what is it about the Constitution that they want to change? That is the question you're listening to, Tavis Smiley. Hope, agency, dignity. This is Tavis Smiley. Okay. Sounds oh, different. Huh? This this, this is Tavis, Smiley. Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley Professor Nancy McLean, author of the book uh, Democracy in Chains, The Deep History of their radical rights stealth plan for america her most recent article for which i wanted to have this conversation i'm delighted she found time for us in her very busy schedule the article is called constitution in the crosshairs the far right's plan for a new confederacy the right-wing subversion of u.s democracy is closer than you think and she's bringing that home for us in this conversation so professor mcclain let's assume uh, again uh, help lord let's assume that they are successful uh, by hook or crook, uh, however they do it, uh, cheating, to get to this uh, number of 34 states. And so they call this yeah. Constitutional Convention, and their end and aim is to do what in this convention?
1: Yeah. So good. Well, you and you just before the break, you talked about Charlie Kirk attacking Dr. King, DEI, Civil Rights Act, Voting Rights Act. This is all connected. We are talking about hardcore libertarians who believe there are only three legitimate parts, essentially, of of the government, armies, the federal government, armies, courts and police, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are the functions they believe in. They do not think that we should have public education. They do not think that we should have Social Security and Medicare or protection of labor rights. They do not think we should have civil rights or women's rights, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is like, it's such uh, you know, it, it amazes me because it's such a crazy ideology, but the thing is, it perfectly suits the interests of dirty industries yeah. like fossil fuels. Charles mm-hmm. Koch is like the 16th richest man on the planet, and he is messianic about, you know, driving this agenda, funds hundreds of organizations pushing this agenda. So you ask, what would they do at a constitutional convention? Actually, they've already had three mock constitutional conventions in Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia, to plan for this. Mm-hmm. So we know what Kind of amendments they would go for, and what they would do, they would absolutely go for a, a one-two punch, which would be requiring the federal government to have annually balanced budgets, which would mean which would threaten all ongoing programs like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, etc. Um, and then they would have a, a, a join to that um, uh, something that would make it almost impossible to tax. Um, uh the people who aren't paying <laughs> what they should be paying now right so they would they would make it all but impossible to raise federal taxes so that's the kind of um you could see it as a vice you know kind of closing on all the social programs that have answered you know social movement mobilizations in this country from you know labor to women farmers civil rights etc environmental um then they would also uh give to the states um, all federal lands <laughs> that were um you know, taken out of commission for national parks and things like that from uh, 1976 forward. So that is a total gift to the fossil fuel and mining uh, industries. And then here's the kicker. They would essentially make it so that states, groups of states can um, stop the federal government, stop the president, stop even stop Supreme Court decisions uh, by mobilizing the states in exactly the way that the slaveholder John C. Calhoun, um, uh, you know, the militant, uh, Southern slaveholder who had been vice president sure. in the 1820s, uh, uh, the way he called for using the power of the states against the federal government to stop, in his day, democracy from ending slavery, because he knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is what they are doing. They are trying to, um, you know, they will say that they're originalists, right, that they're going back sure. to the Constitution. That is not it. They are going back to, like, the Confederacy and even to the Articles of Confederation <laughs> that the Constitution was supposed to, you know, have improved on the flaws of, but they are so dedicated to property rights and states' rights because those can protect all the hierarchies they are defending.
0: When we come forward our many moments, my my obvious question is, um, what can be done to stop this? Uh, And I I ask this, um, and I'm not being tongue-in-cheek at all, it so troubles me that the left, that Democrats, uh, even sometimes progressives, just don't move swiftly enough, creative uh, creative enough, Uh, Not enough ingenuity uh, to stop this stuff when we see it coming at us. We know they've been uh, uh, focusing on local school boards, for example, for years now, getting all their people on these school boards to ban books, et cetera, et cetera. We see it coming in real time. And yet the Democrats have no answer. How do we stop this from happening before it does? That's the question for Nancy McLean when we come forward. What's your quarrel with the world? You're listening to Tabitha Smiley. Ready to re-examine your assumptions and expand, your inventory, expand your inventory of ideas. More of Tavis Smiley coming your way right now, Professor McLean. I've got two and a half minutes left. I have to have you back because there's so much more here that I want to dig into. But you've uh, you've set the you set the frame for us properly, and so I know where to go next time you're on this program. In the two minutes I have left, uh, is there any way what ought we be doing now to stop this before it happens?
1: Yes, thank you. Um, the most important thing, I think, is kind of a massive program of popular education to alert people to what's going on, you know, in our unions, in our community groups, in our churches, in our schools. Um, so that's important. The other thing is organizing at the grassroots. And, and people, I know I've delivered a hard, scary message, but I want to say around the country, people are waking up. People are are starting to act on this. And look in Georgia. You know, we can see in Georgia now has an amazing African-American center or Jewish center. Who would have expected that from georgia right mm-hmm. so this can be done and also you were mentioning before the breaks the attacks on schools you know i'm a historian on the honest teaching of history and about slavery and racism in this country but look at that moms for liberty i mean that was a total creation of what i was talking about about this billionaire network working with the religious right etc well they definitely you know came on strong initially but th- after our side mobilized, they lost 70% of the elections in which they ran school board candidates, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I think people, you know, slow, it's hard to turn the ship around, sure, right? Sure, sure. Especially when people have so much going on in their lives, you know, and this is, you know, there's so many challenges that we mm-hmm. face, but it is happening and there are ways for people to plug in, you know, wherever they are, wherever you're listening, there are people doing this work and responding to this and there are ways uh, that you can get involved. So that, yeah, I mean, even you can, people could even just write at my Duke address because there is actually um, a democracy map where you can click on your state and see what work is going on mm-hmm. where you are so you know don't lose hope you know when we organize we win That's and, right. yeah, as Heather Booth says um, you know who's going to be the new progressive outreach director for for President Biden mm-hmm. and it's true when we organize we win but when we are fearful and we stay on the couch and we think it's hopeless we, lo- we could lose everything nope, so we said, we get said, active that's yeah. what get informed and get active that's what I'd say
0: we said all the time around here when we fight we win when we fight, we win. Uh, the struggle is real, but so is the fight back. Her book is called Democracy in Chains: the Deep History of the Radical Rights Stealth Plan for America. The article that I wanted her on to talk about today is called Constitution in the Crosshairs, the far right's plan for a new confederacy. Professor McLean, thank you for your work and your witness. I love your passion. We'll have you back soon. Thank you for your time. All right. Great talking with you, Tavis. All Bye. the best to you. More of Tavis Smiley when we come forward.